This episode of the Cutting Edge Podcast is brought to you by GlassGadget.com. Showcase Innovations creates tools that help shower door installers be more efficient and save time. Check out GlassGadget.com for more information. It's going to take me a little bit longer than usual. So we've we've got new blood in here from West Virginia. Yeah. Hi, Bill. How you oh, doing? Ryan. I'm, I'm glad good. you're on. I'm glad you made it. Oh, yeah. I was excited to be able to uh, jump on tonight. I missed last week, and I wanted to very much wanted to be on last week. So uh, I jumped on tonight. I had definitely blocked it off. Perfect. Welcome. Thank you. So normally Chris is going to be running the show here, but he's got a problem with his camera. And hopefully yeah. he can fix it pretty quick. Uh, the other guys yeah. could probably go ahead and introduce themselves. You met Billy at the show, right, Billy Britt? I, no, I don't think we met at the show. At least, at least I don't think we did. No, Mike and I did a little pre-introduction before everybody jumped in. So, oh, all right. He knows a little about me. I'm a little of him. So, Mike, if you want to introduce yourself to everybody, I see Elibine coming on now. Uh, Tim is already on. Robert's already on. Jasic, there's no uh, video or audio. You're on mute, but if you want to introduce yourself to Mike. Sure. I can introduce myself. I'm Mike. Uh, my name is Mike Mazellan. I own a company called Royal Glass, and we're in uh, north central West Virginia. Um, I tell people it's about an hour and a half south of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, not far from West Virginia University in, in Morgantown. And uh, I've owned Royal Glass. Uh, October 1st will be 17 years. And Shower Doors is a, a, a real solid, big part of what we do, but we're a full service glass shop, storefront, mirror work, uh, repair and service work. We do not do auto glass. And so um, uh, we really like the Shower Doors side of things. Um, I love picking brains and learning, ge getting gems of wisdom from guys like you all. Uh, and I was, it, was, it was good fortune now that I think about it, meeting Bill down at the, uh, the glass build. And uh, he told me about you all. So as I said, I was really excited to be able to, to, to be a part of this. And I'm looking forward to, to learning uh, many good things. Well, welcome. I don't know if Chris got his audio. I think Jim Evans is finally logged on. <laughs> I, I am. I had to move my... I am. There we go. Can you all hear me? Yes. Basic, yes. Yeah, yeah. I had to move my pickleball night around, and uh, and but I'm here now. So here we go. That was later where I'm at. So of course, welcome everybody, and I'm glad that to be part of the group. <laughs> yeah. yeah awesome. To, to get one of those hats, I begged, but I oh. have not seen one yet. You have to do a lot of things. Um, start <laughs> with stroking Andrew Herring's ego as much as possible. <laughs> um, start to build a hashtag following around Bill Stash and build out Bill Dobman's persona of, of, a, of a beast NHL referee. And then you have to, of course, you know, meet with Max. There's a lot of, lot, of, lot of shoulder bumping. A lot of deals were done, Bill. But, I, you know, I'll put in a good word for you. The shower, shower people are the best people. So we should all have NGA glass nerd hats because we deal with a level of customer service that a lot of people don't have to deal with. That's what I say. Well, I told Chris, like we're, we're going to need to yeah. create a Shower Doors professional logo, and then we should all have that on our shirts. 
So yeah, go rogue. Shows, have, right? Yeah. Yeah, we should just compete with Glass Nerd with shower shower oh, yeah. nerds and just start our own movement. Take them down. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is we all do so much so many different things that it's sometimes hard. But yeah, I really appreciate you all uh, letting me be part of the group. I'm excited to just learn from you all. I I I've been watching these and after they're recorded and, and I try to comment as much as I can, but I'm really happy to be here. So for the rest of the guys you don't know, Jim, they own a company called BitClips. And if you want to give them a quick update while Chris is trying to log on, it'd be good for everybody in here. Oh, my God. Sure. Christi Christina's on also. That's another new blood out of Atlanta. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, it's cool to see all the new people, obviously, from watching the other ones up. High-level elevator speech, BitClips is the best presentation of a shower estimate in the market. Um, it feels like an Amazon presentation. They can choose add-ons different features, parlor, et cetera. Um, and it's a, it's a sales platform. So all of you can use it a little differently. So if it's your shop, it's not one size fits all like many technology companies. So better said, it's the sales force for the shower professionals and, and further glass industry. I grew up in the industry myself. Technology found me. I love putting in shower enclosures. Um, I, we have a lot of high-end custom home work that I did. And in that, they demanded a better presentation of our service and what we were going to do. And they demanded options with pictures and, and videos. And they wanted to know our story from, like I always say, from the toilet, from their phone. And so we created the application. Um, on the back end, we manage sales, automated follow-ups, um, texting and email, multi-channel communication. Um, we can use obviously at symbols and hashtags to draw your team together like Slack inside of the program. So it just streamlines the efficiency of the sales process. That's phenomenal. Now there was another member on here, Brandon Nicastro and Chase Foreman that have, uh, I don't wanna say similar cause everybody's different, but it had uh, an app that they were developing also uh, Chase is the guy that's the tech guy. And uh, I think Chris Phillips uses it. So when he is getting his audio back, maybe we can explain the differences in the two. And, yeah, my, and my audio is working fine. It's just uh, my video that I can't get to work, which is really a shame because um, <laughs> you guys really should be able to see me. I'm looking good tonight. I mean, I'm, I'm looking especially good tonight. So it's it's really tragic for for the rest of you, but um, I'm still trying to get Jim Evans' image of being on the toilet off my brain. So. Well, hey, <laughs> it's, it's 2021. <laughs> if your clients can't lay in bed and book your shower and pay you seamlessly without having to call your shop, then we have a problem because Amazon's kicking our teeth in. Um, but the better end is to answer your question, Bill. Uh, there's plenty of room in this business for technology. There's plenty of room for more tools. I mean, look at what Chris does for us. Look at all the different applications. We have to keep growing and expanding. And any of us under 50 that are coming into this, we really need to um, look forward to how do we make ourselves more efficient. So I think there's room for us. There's room for, for them. It, you know, our tool, I would never say fits everybody. It is a platform, then the, the hammer doesn't build the house, right? And so all of you can have the greatest technology, but if your service sucks and your showers are terrible, I mean, I can't help you. So uh, it, we need the technology to deliver. And, um, you know, my wife says it best. It's like the Tiffany box that carries the ring around and presents it, you know, and it follows you around and it makes a better presentation of the quality. So, yeah, there's plenty of room for lots of technology and we're very collaborative. So if any of you have friends that are tech you're using and you need our help. Um, we're here to help you all more than we are to push our technology. We came out of this industry. So uh, whether it's consulting or marketing or help, 
I'm a total glass nerd to the core. I just love helping businesses and the technology just helps. So that's kind of the high level. If, uh, if any of you follow Max Perlstein in his uh, podcast, you'll see Jim on there. For, it was the last podcast, right? It was episode eight or nine that you were featured second, on. Second from the last. And I okay. have Max on my podcast today in trades. Uh, next week we're filming um, and then it will be on I think a week after that. If, uh, if you can get Chris's address, put it up on our face, on our shower door professionals post, uh, then we'll be able to share it with everybody. Very good. Thank you. Appreciate it, Bill. What'd you say, Robert? That's a great podcast today in the trades. Oh, you saw oh, it Thank you, Robert. I just started listening to it this week. Oh, I'm thank- four episodes in. I started from thank the you. beginning and I'm working <laughs> my way to the present. We're thank in, you. Uh, in early COVID I- stages right now. Yeah, I, oh, yeah, that's a while ago. So it's funny because I, I only ever did it for our user base, right? Just for our clients, just to give them, we just want to give more info. And then I kind of started getting more random people and people I didn't know. Um, you know, everyone teases me. They're like, you only have a couple likes on, on social media, but a lot of people listen to it on Spotify. And so, you know, anything you guys have on there, please let me know if you, if you want a topic. Um, I've been very fortunate to meet so many people in this industry that if there's a topic that we want to tackle, whether it's economics, um, labor, et cetera, I love the feedback. I want that podcast to be for all of you, uh, like a 20 minute or 30 minute, like fire hose of inspiration and knowledge, and then back to work. Uh, where's, where's your vipers? Oh, they're in my, they're in my truck. I wore them for pickleball today and I actually beat a guy I normally don't beat because I think he was so distracted by them. <laughs> it was so great. Bill and uh, Keith hooked me up with some pit pipers, which are the most hideous glasses of all time, and I'm going to wear them all the time. So we're actually going down to Neighborly Reunion for Glass Doctor this weekend for a show, and you'll love this, Bill. We're dressed in all, like, 80s thrift shop the whole time, or we're, like, just rocking the pit pipers the entire trade show. So we'll see how that goes. Perfect. <laughs> nice. Well, I see we've got a, a few new people on that we haven't really um... – officially met before. Dana, I know who you are, but I don't know if you've ever actually been on one of these calls, have you? Uh, no, just on the uh, Facebook. Uh, my technology isn't that great, so I ch- kind of figured it out. Maybe. I'm not sure. <laughs> Dude, you're doing great. I mean, I can yeah. see you. I can hear you. I mean, what more is there? That's it. <laughs> well, why don't you just so uh, introduce yourself a little bit. Tell us a little bit about you. Well, um, my name is Dana Higginbotham. I've got a glass shop here in the Phoenix, uh, Arizona. Uh, just myself, my son, and his tech. And we do a lot of uh, pretty much just shower doors, mirrors, uh, custom builds, uh, high-end homes. Good stuff. Sounds like it. That's what I love to do. Yeah. Awesome. Well, welcome. Glad you're here. Thank How about you. you, Christina? Tell us something about you. Yeah, um, I started working for Shower Door Guy, which is my dad, um, almost two years ago. And um, he's on here. He's Brad. Come up the top. <laughs> nice, uh, Having camera difficulties, but anyway. Yeah, yeah me too. Um, <laughs> But that, so that's dad and uh, we're in Atlanta and um, we, I don't know, our business has exploded during um, COVID, but also Brad, my dad has grown the business organically, you know, 
so much year over year, um, like 10 to 12% every year. And um, he's been going strong, has a great reputation in the community. And so now we're trying to figure out what to do next. And um, we're growing faster than, you know, technology can, can help us. So um, in a lot of ways, but I think we're doing really great work. And the guys we have working for us are amazing. And uh, we just, I mean, we're having the best time right now. So Awesome. That sounds great. Let me ask you something. Are you charging enough? Sorry, Good. what? Are you charging enough? Yes. For shower doors? Yeah. Oh yeah, probably. Okay, good. Good. That's what <laughs> yeah, I want. Yeah. If hear. we lose business, it's probably a, a price point issue. Um, right. So, my my background is actually in software consulting as well. So, um, when I came on, um, my dad didn't have any software, and so we that's where we started was software. And so now we're using actually Smart Glazer. I don't know how familiar people are with that. They're a New Zealand company and it's great. Um, we love it. So I think um, I've heard of that. Brad, didn't I meet you two years ago in Atlanta? I think I think I got your card from you. I think so, Chris. Yep. You look familiar. Well, did you uh were you speaking at the show? I was, yeah, I did get to speak at the show that time. Yeah, I think I was watching. Um I, I was there for your your presentation, I think. Um, oh, that was you. Okay, yeah. I remember yeah, there was one person. I, I was sitting with Danny Donahue at the time. Ah, Danny. Um, Brad, tech, quick tech question. Are you on the Dell XPS computer that I have sitting right here where that camera is at the bottom? Yeah. Isn't that the worst design oh, yeah. of all time? And, and I have a better it. camera, but it's at the office on the computer it, screen. It's okay. Dell actually bought me an external camera because I complained about, I was like, why did your engineers do this? Because you, you can't, you know, I, I was like you in every meeting. So, and they gave, they sent me an external camera. So you might want to call them. Well, that's a neat, neat uh, tip there. I appreciate that. Yeah. I hate yeah. that damn thing. I know. Just the camera. The computer was great. It just the camera was terrible. Sorry. Yeah. I just I I had some PTSD of my life all of last year. <laughs> However, the keys look very nice and clean. By the way, they do. It looks like you're booking. It looks like you're booking a shower door in your bed. So there, see, Phil, perfect example. Right, right in front of me. <laughs> there you go. I wanted to make one I, camera. I, I did want to make one thing clear too. With Big Clips, by the way, we don't replace your operational software. We are an we are an added feature. We, you know, we're working on the integrations, etc. So I just want to make that clear too that you still have a need for a builder, CRL, showers online, etc. Or you know, we integrate with Main Street. We're working on integration with Smart Builder, etc. So it's an it's a part of your stack of technology. Christina can tell you what that is offline. Um, <laughs> to get you back into consulting. So yeah, uh, no. Can I? What was the name of? I can't. Um, we came in late. Yeah. Oh, what is the name uh, of the company? Bid, bid clips, and I can give you a sticker if you all want any because I love stickers and sunglasses. <laughs> as Bill will Bill will tell you. Send so. me all of your swag. <laughs> I want all oh, we have it. so much swag. I want all of your on the swag. Wall. Um, you know, we have all sorts of stuff. Uh, we have creative interviews with, as a company. So whenever an employee wants to work here, they do stuff. And um, someone knitted us a sweet pillow. It says, <laughs> hire Mickey. Um, and they make videos. So we're all about 
fun at our company. It's, it's this this industry does not have to does not have to suck. We say it's a lot of fun. That's does awesome. not have to suck. Those it are words. It's a really it's a fun career. It is. It's yeah, awesome. Can be, I guess. It can yeah. be fun. Hey, Chris, Jacek is in the chat and it said for some reason you have, or it said that the um, administrators disabled this audio and video. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, um, but I, I haven't. <laughs> that same administrator seems to have uh, done the same thing with mine. Well, you're actually the administrator right now because I love, I, you're hosting, I think. Oh, no, I'm hosting again. No, I don't have any controls. Okay, yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's of course, my video is not working in your cell. We'll get okay. this figured out next week. I'm also, we're not able to um, stream to Facebook right now. So that's not working. But fortunately, we've got a good group in here. And uh, I'll just post this, uh, this recording to Facebook later. Uh, Everybody who wants to be here is here, I think, anyway, right? If anybody else has any problems with technical uh, technical issues, just use the chat there. Jacek has been posting there. Uh, at least he can communicate that way. Uh, Elibon, I see that you're you're gone from my screen and that your audio has been muted. There he is. Oh, you're you're back. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. So um, I uh, actually have asked jacek to start video so that's the best i can do here as far as my controls go but yeah okay. you know if you didn't have any problems what fun would it be right it'd be just like so boring it'd be like oh yeah same old thing <laughs> everything works who cares you know but when stuff doesn't work that's when it gets awesome okay chris what are we talking about tonight you know, I thought maybe we talk a little bit about social media tonight. And, um, you know, there are so many different platforms now that people can get on. And um, what are you guys doing for, for social media? I mean, obviously, we're all involved on Facebook to some degree because, um, you know, that's it's a Facebook group. But um, what about other platforms i mean now there's instagram there's snapchat there's i don't know how many of them are there what are you finding that's um that's useful that's helpful what do you prefer is there something we don't know about that we should know about yeah that's a great topic because a lot of guys are so busy that they're not putting any money into marketing or advertising because they're so busy so that's kind of an interesting concept of are you using other social media? Like we use it all the time. We use, everyone watches Keith on LinkedIn. So I don't even touch LinkedIn. I just, you know, uh, share his, but we've been making a, a bigger impact on, on Instagram lately and Pinterest. Pinterest is uh, everybody, anybody that's building or remodeling is looking at Pinterest for ideas. And if you can place yourself there, you can be a source. What's kind of interesting about that, Chris, though, is I wonder on the software side, if that turns it with bid clips, I don't know if they have a CRM that's part of it where you can track the efficiencies of what you're doing on these social medias. Uh, and it'd be a great question for Jim. 
Yeah, what uh, about that, that Jim? That is a good question. So I'll give just a couple of life examples. Um, we have a power user who's ironically in Atlanta as well. Uh, just a fantastic shop. I mean, one of my favorites of all time. They did. They do a lot of Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, et cetera. And they, what's cool about our tool is that you can either go out to a shower, you know, measure it all up, come back, and then push it out of big clips. But you also, we have the ability to guide customers through a remote estimate or a virtual estimate. And what we found is that um, the, the ages 25 to, to, 50, to 51, I think is after you go pull, pull it, um, when given that call to action and to use, a video, to use video, they're very comfortable with sharing video. Look at all of us, we're on a Zoom call. This five years ago, unheard of, right? Um, so what they do is they push a lot of, if you, can, you know, if you can share a video with us, we can get you an estimate, we can get you a consultation. So by using Big Clips, they put the link right into Instagram, um, et cetera. The customers will slam that and then immediately opens up a, a video saying, you know, show us your shower, tell us your project, um, give us some rough sizes, what you're looking for. And customers are uploading ridiculous amounts of video right into our platform, showing us the entire project. And they tell us things like, I had a bad experience with this glass shop or I went to Home Depot and they didn't help me. I'm looking for one of those barn door rollers and you can hear their tone. You can, it's, it's almost better than being in a home because they're a lot more organic and they're a lot more real. Just like inside of our program, you know, 63%, 63% of people 19 to 32 will not answer their phone. Won't answer it. Will not answer it. Not even for their parents. Text me. 63%, so over half, that's Gartner study, ridiculous. So if we're not actually using these social media, not as marketing, like Bill, you're making a good point. We need to be stocking up for the, the yin to the yang of this economy. I mean, if you're not marketing and you're not pricing right and you're not able to get a job done fast, I mean, our best users, speed, there's no replacement for speed. They've always got tech ready because they're priced right. But let's back it up. Marketing isn't about marketing anymore. It's part of them connecting to your store and feeling authentic in that connection. And so all Big Clips does is it's a tool. Software is just a tool. I can't help you all use it, but it gives you the ability for customers then to quickly upload, tell a story. And that's better than, hey, put your name and number and email and then tell me you're not a robot and then we'll get back to you. They need to really hit it, start walking through their home. So that's been something pretty cool. And then you might say to them, hey, Here's the price on an FHC, you know, roller or like a Denali series. Or you might say, hey, can we come to your home? I hear you. That's awesome. I think we'll get it taken care of. So I see these mediums as an absolute must for shops, not to market, but to connect. Yeah, well put. And statistically, we have a dashboard that shows the effectiveness. It opens the red. Um, you know, obviously, we track our numbers in real time through a dashboard. And many of our users have an LCD screen up that they're just watching the performance of, of their sales process on the go. Just like HubSpot, I can see all the pipelines. All right. So does it have a CRM component yes. uh, mm -hmm. that will take it from estimate through the pending stage, what we call yeah. a pen pender? or yep. not closed yet, uh, and get it all the way down that pipeline to it eventually becomes the sale. Yes, and that's something that I think because of our, our price point and our go-to-market strategy, people put us in like a chatbot category. We have sequences, you know, um, communication templates that trigger. I mean, we have a 24-hour appointment reminders. We have automated follow-ups, both email and text, all the way out to six months. I told you this at the show, Bill, my brother used to work for us. 
uh, commissioned salesmen. We also have a team that sells shower doors for shops that are just too busy. You know, we'll, we'll take it, we'll close them. And he used to, he, he used to do that with us and he closed a job from a year ago the other day. And he's like, you still have my bank account. You owe me commission. I'm like, you don't work here anymore. You're not getting anything, you know? And uh, so a customer literally found the estimate from a year ago, hit it, uploaded half deposit. We didn't even measure the door. My brother did the door panel said, Hey, this is based on everything out of square. You know, we have to still get there. It was overpriced. Then we try to save them money when we get to the home. Customer booked it, paid half down, boom. So that it's just powerful. It's powerful. That's how we shop. I want to find, you know, um, I want to find, uh, you know, like Tim or Billy. I, wanna, I, I know they sent me something. Here you go. So that's, um, so the full, the ability to stay in their inboxes and a presence, especially when they're waiting on tile, especially when there's, you're waiting on subs. Our industry takes a lot of high touch. Big touch, I'd say that automate it. And then on top of the automation layer, you need to make phone calls. So our best shops, they'll call, they'll set a, a task. Uh, Bill, on Thursday, you need to call this customer. And then every day you have a list of a checkbox task management that you just have to have all these done before I can go home. These are all the customers I need to call, send a picture of me as an NHL ref, whatever it takes to connect that empathy with the customer. And while you're doing that underneath the surface, they're getting drip campaigns. So it's, this isn't as easy as the olden days, like, oh, I tried calling. I couldn't get a hold of anybody. I left a bunch of voicemails. We have to be done with that. And then when they call you to pay you $2,000, they can't get, hey, we're closed for the weekend. It has to just be, boom, I got the deposit in, and then they will automatically. And then they get a little receipt on their phone that says, dispatch will reach out to you to coordinate the next steps. So it is CRM. Then, then it moves into your operation software, whether that's um, the glazing software you use, Christina, or Main Street for some of you, or just QuickBooks for some of you. Some use Google Calendar, some use Smart Builder, whatever operational software you use, that is a sold ticket ready to be executed now. They all need to have APIs so that you can connect and, and communicate yeah. between. We're doing as many as we can, but most users laugh. They're like, control C, control V is the best API. I mean, all mm -hmm. of your management stays in big clips. Once it's done and paid, you move the details that are pertinent to your technician, you load the van and you go. We have an API to Main Street. We're working on one with several of the big users. Like I told you, some I can tell you about, some I can't. We are trying to get our API. We have we have um, an API code that they can. So yeah, we're building out as many integrations as we can. But in today's world, um, as Christina will probably tell you, you have to be running multiple things. Like I run HubSpot to manage all of my, you know, all of you guys who are interested in the product. And then we run, you know, we have QuickBooks, we use PandaDocs, and we, we link them together, but they don't always hook together. Perfect. Uh, yeah. are, you, are you controlling inventory as well? So when you're selling a job, you're doing a bill of materials and pulling inventory or creating purchase orders? No, uh, most of our users will draw it up in CR Lawrence. Um, we have all of our parts loaded in, obviously, for pricing. We have current pricing. We have uh, par profit margin markups. We have advanced price pricing, discounts, add-ons. Once it's loaded, I can book most common doors in three clicks. If it needs to be a complex door, I pop over to CR Lawrence, Smart Builder, build it, drop it into Big Clips, let it go. Once it's booked, now right to my operation software. Boom, 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 boom. And when you book it, customers have patience. You know, hey, thank you for booking. We're going to coordinate your job. We're going to move forward to get it done. The sales process clutters our shops more than most of most shops we work with understand. Certainly my shops, when I, I mean, Bright Clips came out of a need from my own shower shop. So it's, it's yeah, it's, it's too much in a blender, right? We don't have sales. 
operations. In our industry, it's sales and operations in a blender, and we hope profit comes out the bottom. So, Jim, even though this is shower door professionals, many of the individuals on here are full service glass shops, meaning they're doing mirrors, repairs. Bid Clips able to handle that as well? I grew up in Montana. We do everything from screens to doggy doors to walking your horse. I mean, yeah, anything that needs to be done. We have, um, we're, we were built out of glass, everybody. My background is showers. This is my favorite group. That's no lip service. I love showers. I love interior glass. That's because I sucked at auto glass, but we still did <laughs> have done 50 million in auto glass in 15 years as a family. So, it, so it's used in auto glass and stores all over the country. It's used for IGU replacement. It's killing it. Just vinyl, aluminum, just IGU services. It's like click, boom, upload, dispatch guy. Um, we use it for, um, some shops use it for, I have one IGU manufacturer in Fairbanks, Alaska. He uses it to manufacture units, uh, processing those sales. Um, we have win we have uh, window washers. That's an easy job. Quote me on that. I mean, they don't have to worry about the 50,000 parts we do. You know, it's, I call them the poodles of home industry. They use it. They enjoy our product. We have pest control people. I have to go to pest world. We can sell pest barrier spray. We built the platform to sell any home service, but it was built out of glass. It was built for our clientele, which was, we'd already had 40 glass shops when we built the software using our call center um, service station. So we built it for glass. And then now it's expanded to just anyone who needs to sell things. Rock chip repair, it's a good fit for rock chips for shops that are tired of just tons of time on a really profitable rock chip. It just streamlines rock chip repair a lot easier. Fantastic. Yeah, uh, we have a uh, we have a big sash company too that does window full window retrofits too, and some shops use it up to hundred thousand dollar light commercial, but over hundred thousand it really turns into a full project management you know um, process that's kind of out of our scope. Sweet. Yeah. Sweet. So yeah. if somebody, somebody if we want to learn more, can we just like go to your website? Yeah. yeah go to the website. Go to industries. Hit glass just watch the videos, look at the stats, go to YouTube and please give me feedback. If it sucks or you don't understand it, you know, let me know. We have a couple of really cool videos going up next week. I really need the shower um, industry or the glass industry, but all of you to just give us tons of feedback. This program is built by the users. So we put everything into Airtable that sorts out our feedback. And so we pri our, our dev team and our sprints, they go off of our feedback. So that's why we've been able to build so quickly we're not pushing some programming agenda from Silicon Valley. No offense, uh, Chris, um, <laughs> and the Californians on the call, but we're not pushing some programming agenda. This is truly a, a glass and home services professional um, need-based software application. And are you trying not to be a nerd because I'm really a glass guy. My business partner is the, he's the tech guy, Austin. He's one of the smartest people you'll ever meet. Um, he saw our industry and he saw what I was doing in my little shops. He's like, is the industry this disorganized? I said, you have no idea. And they just dove in and they, we were able to raise money quickly from some really great investors who believe in what we're doing. Um, we didn't have to go the VC route and, and here we are. Super, super, awesome. super. But don't be fooled, I'm a glass guy first. So that's why I'm here. I, I appreciate the big clips. This is not a, I, I'm here because I still, I love shower enclosures. I love interior glass. I love to learn about the industry. Fantastic. Yeah, so kind of getting back to uh, the social media thing. So, um, is there anybody here on the on the call that's like not involved in social media in any way? I'm not involved. 
You don't even dabble in it at all, huh, Tim? I just have a website and that's it. I, my phone rings every day and I can't take care of all the calls. We're a small shop. We do everything. and yeah. So you just don't need it? No, I don't. Awesome. Any Anybody else here who just like is not not even at all involved in uh, social media? Well, we have a face, uh, um, Instagram page and we get quite a bit of calls off of that, but that's all we have. We don't really do anything else. So tell me, what are you doing on Instagram? Are you just posting once yeah, a week or a couple times a week? I'd say he, uh, my son posts uh, any large jobs we do, wine doors or something that's a little unique. And he'll hashtag maybe 12 or 15 individuals, builders that are involved with it. And we'll pick up uh, just builders browsing through Instagram and they say, oh, I like that wine room, you know, give us a call and go out and give them a bid. We've got quite a few jobs that way. And they're repeat customers too, which is really nice. Once you get a builder, you shouldn't lose them. So um, yeah, we've had some for several years now and probably done 20 jobs with them. So just, just out of one Instagram post. Wow. Do any of you use Instagram or the social media for communication when people don't answer their texts? Do you message them? Some of your people invite them to follow you at the end of jobs? Because that's really important. Um, we found that very successful. So like when a bid is one accepted and Mealy says, hey, follow us here and we can we can either message you, et cetera. Um, it's something to consider because some of the youth, they will respond to an Instagram message, you know, obviously appropriately, of course, and if they already are in your in your sphere. But it is a it is remember um, the youth. Uh, we all we message through multiple mediums. Yeah. So um, just through Instagram, that's something that you're not paying for ads or anything. These are just organic posts that you're making, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So Instagram, I, I have an account. Um, I think I, you know, post to it occasionally. Of course, it's just me. Uh, but uh, I'm not really a power Instagram user. I'm not really a power user of anything, actually, if I think about it. Um, who else is using Instagram out there? Yeah, Billy is. We, we are. started using it this year. My youngest daughter, who's up on all that kind of thing, um, created an Instagram account for us. And uh, she really has a talent for uh, the pictures and the videos. And she's uh, come into the shop and um, taken a lot of videos and pictures of what we do and during the process and, uh, and post them on Instagram. Now, without her, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> We also use Facebook as well, but on the Instagram side, uh, I've had a lot of people come up to me and, and make comments that they've seen it. Um, so uh, that's new for us. Facebook has been what we've been using for a couple years now. Mm -hmm. Christina? Yeah, we, um, we started our Instagram page last year, and um, now we have one of our installers who does some of our larger jobs or more um, intricate jobs. He um, handles the Instagram. He's also there, like a, a young guy and he knows how to do all of that stuff um, a lot better than I do. So um, 
he loves to like do silicone beads and all sorts of things. Like he'll do um, time-lapse videos, you know, the works. And so that's been great. Um, we've gotten some good business off of that, but I would like to pick somebody's brain about best hashtags to use because our industry is so niche. I don't know that people are really searching for like what hashtags people would be searching for to find shower inspiration. That's a great question. Who's got a good answer to that hashtag question? I I'm not that. sure. My son uses a lot of them, but uh, I just mainly go on there. I'll go to the customers' houses, and they'll want to see pictures, so I'll just go on there and pull up the pictures on the galleries. And um, yeah, but he'll 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 do a ton of hashtags. I, I'm just not sure what all he uses. I don't. What's really your um, What's your now. Instagram page? It's Higginbotham Glass, H-I-G-G-I-N-B-O-T-H-A-M. And then he'll go on and, and uh, he'll join other people's Instagram pages of someone he's interested in that could use our product. And then in, in return, they usually follow us. And he's gotten, I think, uh, over a thousand followers on them now. Wow, that's impressive. Yeah. That's very impressive. I don't, I don't think he spends a lot of time at it, but you know, he, he'll post things or his wife will even post things of the uh, vacations or something, not just strictly glass and, and people just love it. Well, you know, the best, best uh, user of Instagram is still Dustin um, in, uh, in Texas. And I think um, it's important to remember that in shower enclosures and glass, we're a need-based business. Um, it's not selling retail or fashion where it's a lifestyle brand. And so you can work with, there's a lot of companies and a lot of our clients will use companies for a good, a good strategy, right? And it is important to show the story of your shop, but we also have to give our customers a reason to go follow us. Um, one of our best users has a really, a really sol solid account and she'll put up like Cyber Monday deals. So any bids for the last like, you know, 30 days, should have Cyber Monday, they booked like, I think 31 shower doors in one day. And so from previous estimates, they just said, hey, today only we're gonna drop 20% off your bid from the last 40 days. And of course, Cyber Monday is a slow time of our season outside of Southern Florida, Bill, and uh, <laughs> rest of us, that's not a busy time. Um, and so there are ways to draw people to your Instagram in a way, because otherwise you're doing all this work for five likes, three likes, and that's just a lot of wasted effort. So I would really encourage all of you to wrap around your Instagram as a story of your company, a story of your culture. So when the need happens, they just get right to you or say, hey, if you follow us, you're going to get this discounts, uh, updates, flash sales, et cetera, not diminishing the need for Instagram, but you know, like Dustin, for example, he puts up some amazing stuff he does always. So even me, I'm like, oh, that's really awesome. I just enjoy looking at it. But well, to be honest, some of our doors are pretty much the same, right? So those are a little thought from our user base of, of success stories. One, one suggestion I'd have, Christina, is you were saying how one of your installers does a lot of the big jobs and he makes the post. But we're finding that the ones that get the most activity are the most common shower doors that you do. The five-foot stall whether you're doing a door and panel, a panel door panel, French doors, you know, you could do a post of 10 different applications that you could put on in a five foot stall. You know, uh, like I said, panel door panels, sliding, the sliding with the ultra, which is the glass header. Uh, 
and they're all five foot stalls, which is the most common shower we all do. So if you look back historically in your books, if you have the ability to do that through your software, you can identify what are the top five styles of doors that you sell. Throw in a good custom also to let them know, hey, we do this too, but the, here's the most common. All of us seem to get that the builder puts a door in and a master and they don't put any doors in any other rest of the bathrooms. And then it's up to the homeowner after they move into the home, start calling around to try and get shower doors for the rest of the bathrooms. So if you're only posting these high-end customs, you may be posting yourself out of a customer. It's like, well, I don't need that. I need something basic. And most customers are very difficult visualizing what they need. They need to see it. They, they can't express it unless they see it in a picture. So you have to give them it. Sometimes you're doing a door and a panel and you're showing it hinged left with a panel on the right. Just take your software and flip it. Does the same thing. And now you're showing a hinged right and go, oh, that'll work for me. <laughs> they, they're not, they don't get it that it can also go the other way. Yeah, what a great and what a great differentiation, Bill, because if you're competing with other shower shops in your town, oftentimes you're competing apples to oranges. How many times have we all said that? But right. People need to see the apple to oranges. And again, I'm not trying to plug it, but in Big Coast, that's why we have the visuals. You have templates, like the option B, A, B, C, D, E. Boom. Customer can swipe through them and say, that's the one I want. And it's really important because we're visual. We're not going to read three-eighths heavy glass, five-foot enclosure door panel. It's like, here's what it is. Here's the color. Here's where you go. Very good point. I, I'd never thought about that that way too, of using Instagram to differentiate options. And then it allows you to point and say, this is what we're doing. That's what separates us. Sure. Really then cool. You, then you good take point. your next option, you show the picture with a coating, whatever coating you're selling as an optional upgrade. Now, some of the guys, I think, Mike, did you tell me that you put coating on as a standard on all your doors? I know Chris Phillips does. Yeah, we but, do. So yeah. we, we sell it as options. And, and we give them a menu pricing, but the same thing about putting a, a towel bar in the adjacent panel to a door. If you have a door and panel, the door gets a handle, the spare or the, the fixed panel may get a, a towel bar or a towel bar that's back to back. So if they want to drip dry a wet bathing suit after coming out of the pool or coming back from the beach, they have a place to drip dry that bathing suit and let it drip into the shower. And those are all add-ons. So we can show them those add-on difference, uh, differences. Or you can do a handle towel bar combination on the door. So there's a lot of things that you can vary based off the most common door that you sell. Now, some other guys I've read about, they market a what's their most profitable door. Now, even though it's not the most expensive, for instance, if you're doing a door and panel for $1,200, you may be able to do a five foot slider for $1,000. So it's less money, but your profit margin is significantly higher on that. You actually make more profit, easier installation, less callbacks, more tolerance for out of squares. So there's other guys that'll sell sliders hand and fist over door and panels because it's rack and back. You can have one installer do five a day, or you can have two installers do the door and panel and they get three a day done. So, you know, you can make up for it using a, a less expensive option. 
So one thing one thing we found, Bill, statistically, we we did a test in beta a year ago of 40 shops. We tracked their ups, their add-ons, mostly shower coating. Um, I don't know who had said it, but I also used to throw the coating in for free, but mo these users all up tried to upsell it. Um, the ability for in, inside of our program for customer to just choose it and have it add it to the cart and see the, what it is. We're meeting with Diamond Fusion tomorrow, actually, to do a custom template for them because we're selling more Diamond Fusion. They're like, what's going on? It's like, well, the customer sees it and buys it. To your point, um, we noticed that 433% more customers bought the coating because they could just see it and add it. We sold shower, uh, shower squeegees. The hardest time selling shower squeegees, people see the really nice CRL squeegee and they're paying $49, $49 for the squeegee. Our cost from CRL, I think is 26 bucks, I wanna say for some, I don't know, everyone has different. Uh, little things like that go a long ways on just adding profit without adding labor. And so to your point, showing that in Instagram, showing those types of things, not only differentiates you, but it also lets customers start talking to it. And it's really nice when they come into our shops and they know what it is they're, they're hoping for. Yeah, there's a general rule of business. They call it the 80-20 rule, right? What's 80% of your business from 20% of your customers? Right. Uh, and then you focus on that 80%. So you could have a, a beautiful neo angle with a transom, but how many of those do you sell? So you take a random 100 doors, you know, mm -hmm. the first 45 are going to be door and panels, so the others are going to be sliders. Then you're going to get your random uh, panel door panel. French doors, you may get one out of 100. So how much time do you want to focus on that? How much do you want to advertise that? So we've started working a deal out. Naples, newspaper, Naples will probably be the last newspaper in the world printed because the, <laughs> the snowbird the age, freedom. <laughs> the, age, the age group is they like their newspaper and coffee in the morning. But and they want their motor on windshields done. Fast. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about that later. But... Uh, we started getting really good deals on full page ads and we've played with it and analyzed which ads do good. And the ones that show your basic doors, but you could do door and panel, then you do this in Chrome, you do this one in the matte black, and then you're doing a slider and maybe rain glass just to show that you can do pattern glass. Those things make the phone ring much, much more than showing a really beautiful high-end custom door because not your average customer has the custom application for you to put that in. And a lot of people that do, the builders always got his guy that they've been using. So if you're advertising direct to the consumer, you really should be advertising towards 80% of what they buy. Yeah, that makes a That's lot of sense because we're shower guys, right? So we wanna post what's exciting to us, what we find interesting. And you know, that common, you know, inline door and panel, it doesn't seem that sexy to us, but uh, to the average customer out there, that's exactly what they're looking for. And uh, gosh, I probably do more of those than, than any other single thing. Um, so yeah, might as well let people know that, that you've got that, right? When you really start doing the analytics, Chris, and you start looking at everything, callbacks, time to install, number of holes drilled, layouts, out of squares, everything involved with any of that, you can really analyze where your costs are and where your profitability is. We're all in this to make money, but we also wanna serve the customer, 
give them a good solution for their problem that's going to work and work over the long period of time. So many times it's not the most expensive product in your bag that will solve that problem. And once people feel that you're a trusted source, they will come to you for the advice and say, hey, we can do this, it's gonna cost you more and it can be done. We can also do it with this, it's your choice. And when you give them the choice, a lot of time they're gonna buy the more expensive one, but they really truly feel that you're, you're showing them the right stuff by giving them their options. And I think it's going on what Jim said, you give them the menu, they're almost selling it themselves. They're buying it. People don't like to be sold, but they love to buy. So people trust it, technology more than people in today's world outside of the older demographic. Yeah. It, That's it, so true, actually. Um, sorry to interrupt, but you were talking about on Instagram having your, your customers follow you on Instagram. And I think the reason we struggle with followers so much is one, I mean, we don't promote our page specifically to our customers um, because we currently don't have a platform to do that. Um, and it's just not obviously a priority right now because we are slammed. But um, I started trying to follow some of our customers that I thought might be interested in our page on Instagram. And they think that's creepy. They're like, why did you well, they, nobody has ever said anything, but it's just, you know, I can only imagine what they must think if, you know, some random shower door company is reaching out to them on social media platforms. And they're like, well, I bought a shower door. I don't want to be your friend. But it's like they have to, they have to select that. They have to choose to follow you. And it does have to be, you know, a stock email from some technology platform that's telling them, hey, follow us. And then it's less obligatory. So well, I many, completely agree. How many guys go back to your customer base that you've done 10 years ago and use something like Constant Contact and send them out saying, hey, we have a no social media platform to follow us on. Get all your warranty information here, uh, all the newest products here. Uh, a lot of our customers were doing their doors for the third or fourth time because they've bought and sold and bought and sold and either downsized and gone to a condo and they want the, the bathroom to look bigger. So they want a big open frameless store. Or it, in the other thing, we've done their house when it was a starter home and they're upgrading. So we can track that customer for 10, 15 years, but send them a constant contact and say, you know, we're also available on, LinkedIn, Instagram, Pinterest, da, 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 da. I think it adds a lot of brand credibility. It's just really building your brand and you're giving them knowledge. You're giving them value. Absolutely. I think we all need to build our own brand, right? I mean, that's what we're all here for. You wouldn't be, you wouldn't be on this Zoom meeting if you didn't care about number one, the industry and number one about your own country or own company and right. building your brand. And all of this technology helps us. Yeah, you know, and especially with all, I mean, I'm hearing the same thing everywhere. Everybody's busy. I mean, everybody's slammed. I know myself, yeah. it's like I'm, you know, I'm hustling to try to keep up, you know, with, with demand. So obviously we're here because um, of something other than trying to get more business, right? We're here to, to improve our business, to improve our brand, like Bill's talking about. And, um, you know, to network, 
And this is just such a great environment to hear like what other people are doing uh, and uh, get just those little tips. I mean, I'll pick up just a little nugget that um, I would have never thought of and nobody else is gonna come along and tell me about, but things that other shower door pros are doing that you know might work for me. And, um, and that's the great thing about being here. And it's, it's awesome to have so, so many new people here today um, really interesting, interested in hearing what your take is. Um, so thanks for, for being willing to share about that. You know, we talked about Facebook. We talked about Instagram. I mean, there are some other things. You know, there's LinkedIn. You know, there's uh, somebody mentioned Pinterest. Um, what, what else? Is anybody else uh, using something that we haven't talked about yet? Or YouTube. Oh, you talk it. Yeah. And TikTok is growing so quickly as well as LinkedIn. I don't personally use it, um, but a lot of our clients do. I haven't gotten a report back. I don't know if anyone in this group uses it, um, but you know, we have, you know, the, the nice thing about some of the newer social media platforms is you get a really early chance to gain followers quickly too, in some of these instances, especially with your, some of your work. So um, YouTube is important. Um, one thing about, you know, big clubs is we can profile a uh, our story, we call it. So when customers are looking at the bid, they can click on your shop and they can see a, a, some people just put a paragraph. We've been serving this place, but our best users put a video in of their shop. They introduced the customer to their store and their values. And it was funny because we had one client said to me, he's like, I made this great video about our company. His name's Pete. He had like maybe 20 views. And now they're up to, I think, several hundred because every time a customer opens an estimate or every time they message, they're just clicking it. So it's just driving traffic because, again, to my point I was making alongside of Christina, you have to invite people in. You have to bring them to it. They're not just going like, to always come find us in this industry if we're not inviting them into our spaces. If you're spending money on making a video, you definitely want to make sure you get some eyeballs on it. Yeah, Chris, you know, following up next week, you know, what would be cool is if everybody came up with one tidbit of a unique marketing thing they've done, something unique hmm. um, to help their business that maybe somebody else can use in another area, uh, something that's low cost, like guerrilla marketing, mm -hmm. whether you, like you put a video on, in your own email signature and just, you know, every time you send it to your insurance agent or your whoever you're conversing with your suppliers, they get a video of that. Uh, just like Jim is saying that the video is so powerful because now they're, they're meeting the people behind the company name. Mm -hmm. I think that's real important. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. That's a good idea for next week. You know, maybe think about what's one kind of simple, unique thing that you've done to market that's inexpensive, maybe even free, um, that, you know, the average person might not think about something somebody turned you on to or something that you just, you know, thought up one day. Um, I'd love to hear those things. I'll be thinking about mine. Hmm. Which one will I mention? I've done so many crazy things. There's so many opportunities there. You just have to open your eyes and, and say, why can't I do that? Because other companies do it too. So we don't have to see another glass company do it. It could be something that Nike does. It could be something that Jiffy Lube does. Um, you go to eat at Moe's and they all say, welcome to Moe's. It's, <laughs> it's, you know, it's just something that a company is known for. Uh, 
but you can do some very clever, creative things that are not expensive at all. Yeah, that's so true. Well, that's pretty easy. Um, off the top of my head, I can name a lot of unique things that I think we've done. Um, one of the things I hold a lot of value to is answering the phones, being accessible. That's marketing. And we got lucky and hired a young lady who is so good on the phone. And I, I will attribute a lot of our sales to her now because people love her on the phone. And, you know, when we, we call right back, if we miss a call, um, people can leave a text message on our system and uh, we'll get back to them. Um, you know, they can text us pictures of their jobs and we can call them back and, you know, after we look at it. But uh, just the simple fact of having somebody human on the other end of the phone is huge. And it's huge because our demographic right now primarily wants to talk on the phone. And now that's going to change in the next five to 10 years. And we do need to start building our you know, branding towards a younger generation who doesn't want that um, as much. But um, Emma is our receptionist and she is just fabulous. I mean, amazing. And that's truly what sells all of our shower doors. How many, how many guys out here have females answering the phone? I do. <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> yeah. Because what, when I started the business way back when Columbus was coming to America, uh, it was a guy industry. And we were focusing, I mean, for a guy to, to sell a heavy glass frame of shower door, we focused everything to the guy. And 10 years after that happened, and so now we're getting into mid-90s, almost 2000s, it shifted, and it became a female decision. But it used to be a male decision because the female always used to say, oh, he's not getting that door because I'm the one that's going to get stuck cleaning it, and I'm not cleaning it. I just soon have a curtain. But somewhere down the road, when glass cleaning came out and they started to see the benefit, it changed. Now it's a female decision-making more than the male. And females answering the phone, I think, knocks down an immediate barrier, an immediate barrier. And it softens up the most hardened customer. We have 32, we have, we have 32 shower estimators that answer calls for shops all over the country. That's part of our, that's one of our branches of the business. And our, <laughs> right now, our, girl, our girls are outperforming big time, Bill, to your point. And they can, and then actually inside of our girls, one of them used to be in this group, Lauren, she's from Minneapolis. She's, she's actually still in the group. I, she came out of the, she found me out of the group. But nonetheless, um, even among the girls are the ones that can connect with empathy and can really talk about some design and speak to just the, because the demographic is 35-year-old, you know, career-driven women as shower consumer demographic. And we always think it's a contractor. But the contractor is usually doing what the client's going to want. And so really good point. Now, you hire everybody. I also have a guy named Gio who, my wife loves him as much as me, probably. He connects with everybody. So it doesn't have to be a girl. It really is just somebody that can, connect on that empathy level to understand, listen, and ask questions that oftentimes us men on the other spectrum miss. Wow. So I have yeah. a bar shop. I don't have office help out in front. 
I have a niece that lives in Hugo, Oklahoma. And at 10 o'clock, we turn the phones over to her. And she answers them until 3 o'clock, which is 5 o'clock her time. And so our phone is always answered. And she can sell you anything you want, take the information, and relay it to us. It's been working great for years. Tim, that's an absolutely great idea. Uh, yeah. She, she, she moved to Hugo for a job, got there, and her husband's job went bye-bye. She wasn't doing anything, so we hired her. We brought her back out here and showed her the system. I set her up Excel spreadsheets of how to price tabletops, everything. And but then my daughter just hired her away, so. But, and, and modern technology, Tim, helps you do that. You don't have to think just who's in your town and who wants to sit at your at your desk. And I was smart of you to make that move because, like, our people are all over the country. We don't even have we haven't had an office since 2010. And in the podcast, you'll hear the story of nine countries in nine years yeah. and building. And that's where the software came out of. It came out of a service station sales called GoServiceStation.com. It's a sales team, and they're remote, and you have to have software. And these people. The young generation wants jobs like that, guys. They, they love this industry. It's problem solving. It's like a big video game. If you commission them and bonus them on, on quality and performance, it, they'll show up. I literally have 82 applications right now I'm sorting through, waiting for someone to make a pillow or a wrap video or all the things they do to work for us. And, and I laugh. It's like, there's no labor shortage. We have to change to meet the labor. It's just the truth. In our area, none of the smaller shops answer the phone. Yeah, it's crazy. They get voicemail. How many guys are open on Saturdays? I used to about forty years ago. Because mm -hmm. yeah. we find out we're the only shop open Saturdays. Yeah, there's a great opportunity right there. How many mm -hmm. are open till eight p.m. so you can do it in the evening when people are home yeah. and they're to help you out? And so I mean, how, how many are open from ten a.m. to eight p.m.? Yeah, a lot or eleven a.m. We're only open till five, but we'll do any night by appointment. Sure, sure. Any night That's a way to do it, too. Yeah. Well, I think we could probably launch into another hour with, uh, <laughs> you know, right now, just on this next topic. But well, I'm going to share mine because I'm going to be flying home here, Chris. I'm going to be flying home next week on Wednesday. I'm going to tell you. So what we did was I would go put a windshield and a scratch shower door at golf tournaments for contractors. And they'd hit the ball. You put it oh. out right off the tee yeah. box at about 40 yards, 40, 50 yards. It's just right on the rise. And people think they're just going to you know, break the windshield. But of course, if you hit it, it stays intact. And then and, and the, the shower door, you know, it would ricochet and it would play. And people loved it. They love hitting that ball. And then we would charge money for each shot and we would donate it to a nonprofit. And so that drove more shower mm -hmm. sales and for big contractors um, than I think I've done in a long time. And uh, that was always fun for me. And then the best marketing, and because I guess I won't be, I want to tell you guys all the best marketing you can do. Estimate the shower at $2,800 and say, we'll do everything we can to stay under budget and always come in under budget. Give them $50 back. We did it. It's $2,750. They will tell every one of their friends, you're the first contractor that's ever come in under. So my grandpa used to say the best marketing is no marketing. Everybody talks about you. And so those are my two favorites. Awesome. We'll save some for next week, okay? I'll be gone, so that's why I wanted uh, to get Oh, yeah, one. okay. Yeah, well, no, everybody else. You know, make sure you come back with some, some marketing ideas. Love it. Well, hey, thanks for your participation. This has been a lot of fun. And get another picture next time. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to see what I can do. I want to be working on this. I figured out. Like I'll the... plug it in. It'll work, you know. What could go wrong? He's like Oz. You just hear his 
Here's voice. That's all right. I have Comcast was down all day today. No phones and no internet. That was fun. Oh, yeah. no. I don't know. I don't know. Technology. So, for all the new people, every Wednesday, 8.30 Eastern, 5.30 Pacific, uh, Chris always sends the links out uh, on the Shower Door Professionals Facebook group page. So the link is there. It was really good having some new people here. It's a yeah. lot of fun. Awesome. Nice people. That hour flew by. <laughs> good information. I appreciate it, guys. Yeah, very well. Very Thanks, well. you Welcome. guys. Thank you all. And gals. We'll see you next Thanks. week. All right. Okay, you guys take Bye. care. Bye. All right. Good night, everybody. Bye. Hey, this is Chris Phillips, and I want to thank you for listening to the podcast. You may want to join the Shower Door Professionals group on Facebook. Just go to Facebook and search for Shower Door Pros and you'll find us. I look forward to seeing you.